Welcome to the Cornerstones of Healthy Food Systems, sharing reflections on the environmental, agricultural, social, and nutritional factors that form the foundation of healthy food systems and healthy economies. Now your host, Dr. Mary Lucero. Hello and welcome. In today's episode of Cornerstones of Healthy Food Systems, we're going to focus on your health and in particular, a special kind of hormonal health. Most of us are aware of the importance of hormones like cortisol that are released when we're under large amounts of stress. And we know that keeping these hormones in balance has a significant impact on maintaining a healthy weight healthy cardiovascular function, and more. But there are many other hormones that regulate our health. Certainly, if we're talking about our reproductive health, we need to pay attention to progesterone and estrogen if you're a woman, to testosterone if you're male. And even though some hormones are more dominant in women and others are in men, the balance of these hormones is critical for both genders. The hormone I'm going to talk to you about today is one that you don't hear about as much in day-to-day conversation, but it may be every bit as important. And that hormone is oxytocin. It's often described as the love hormone. Oxytocin has powerful impacts on human behavior, and in particular, it has impacts on our social behavior. So when you are releasing a lot of oxytocin, you're likely to feel very close to somebody. When oxytocin is out of balance or low, you may be inclined to steer clear of other people. So why would evolution allow us to develop this hormone that has such profound behavioral impacts? The bonding we create with others is critical to survival. Oxytocin is released in abundance during childbirth, and it's this hormone that creates that euphoric sense that you experience the moment you lay eyes on your newborn child. In fact, I was aware years ago of experiments in the livestock industry where cattle that were abandoning their calves were being treated with oxytocin to create those maternal feelings. Because just like people are healthier when they're raised in a loving family, Baby calves do much better when their mothers take care of them. An article in the journal Frontiers in Endocrinology, February 2022, reviewed oxytocin in women's health and disease. What they reported, coming from scientific studies all around the world, revealed just how important oxytocin is not only for bonding and social behavior, but also for our physical health. Believe it or not, oxytocin can inhibit an overactive appetite. So if you're prone to nervous nibbling, if you like to fill your plate maybe just a little bit more than you should, and this is starting to impact your weight, oxytocin can help downregulate that overactive appetite and help you adjust your diet so that you're eating more reasonable amounts of food. This means a good balance of oxytocin may help with weight loss. It also plays roles in osteoporosis, or bone health in older women, and the hormone even has a role to play in cardiovascular disease. Now, after reading the review article, I looked around a little bit to see what's available for people in terms of oxytocin treatments 
And I did find a few physicians that are promoting oxytocin therapy, but it's not that prevalent. And I suspect that one reason for this is like many hormone treatments, it's very difficult to balance out the right amounts. You don't want too much. You don't want not enough. Getting hormones balanced right is tricky, and too much of an added hormone of any kind can leave you on a health roller coaster. No doubt research underway will one day release medicines that can help with oxytocin levels. In the meantime, there is a lot we can do naturally to elevate our oxytocin. To do this, you want to focus on your behaviors, your thoughts, and your diet. Yes, your thoughts and behaviors can influence the hormones that are being released in your body. Because this podcast centers on healthy food systems, let's talk first about what you can do with food. You want to make sure you're getting high levels of your water-soluble B and C vitamins. You want to make sure you're getting a lot of magnesium. And you want to eat foods that have tryptophan, so things like salmon, eggs, bananas, legumes, and believe it or not, dark chocolate. Now, I didn't say the heavily sweetened kind. Sugar will actually repress the effect because it's soaking up a lot of your B vitamins in order to metabolize the sugar. The best place to get your C and B vitamins is going to be from fresh fruits and vegetables grown on local farms. Magnesium is high in dark green leafy vegetables, but you also find a lot of magnesium in dark chocolate. Pleasant music will elevate oxytocin. And it seems as though the music you most enjoy may be the one most likely to elevate your oxytocin levels. A massage will raise oxytocin levels. Kindness to yourself and to others can raise oxytocin. So can meditation, hiking outdoors, even different kinds of play. And so if you're bringing your significant other, some dark chocolate, some roses to bring in the aromas of the great outdoors. You're taking them out dancing and you're hearing the music. All of these actions are going to prompt the release of oxytocin, good feeling we associate with love. So bottom line, I probably should have recorded this podcast before Valentine's Day, but There are real advantages to letting a little more love in your life because there are real physiological advantages to having more oxytocin in the body. Oxytocin reduces obesity. It's associated with weight loss. It can help reduce osteoporosis. And it can support good cardiovascular health. Now, I'll remind you that when I give health information out in the podcast, I am not an MD. I'm basing my opinions on information I've derived from scientific literature, and that literature is very general in nature. So if you have very specific concerns about your own personal health, see your healthcare provider. Thanks for joining me today. See you next time. You have been listening to the Cornerstones of Healthy Food Systems podcast. This podcast is produced by Endophyte Enterprises, LLC. You can subscribe to our podcast at endophyte.com or look for us on your favorite podcast directory.
Information for products referenced in any episode can be found in the show notes associated with that episode. These notes may contain links to our online courses or services. They may also contain links to affiliate sites. Purchases made through these links help support our efforts to produce this podcast.